0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Odin's Movie Blog. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? And I've actually already got someone to shout out, and that is Bruce Lombardo, who an hour before the stream went live already gave a super chat. So thank you, Bruce Lombardo, for the $5 super chat. He says, good job on last Friday night stream with CD and Gary. at Comics Division. I can't listen to all of this, but I want you to prosper, buddy. God bless you. God bless you, Bruce Lombardo, and thank you you so much for that donation. I really do appreciate it, man, and thank you. I I had a freaking blast on last Friday's stream, and I can't wait for the next one, and I'm very excited that we're going to be doing a, or trying to do a, you know, a weekly uh, council, a weekly podcast weekly episode over on Erdogan's channel because they're just you know him and comics division are so much fun to talk to they are experts when it comes to comics in general and so to talk to them about things that I have very little understanding of is just great like it was it was so much fun just to sit back and listen to them talk about some of the things that we talked about on Friday because I actually had no idea what they were talking about but I like that I like learning in the process too and I'm sure that everyone can relate to that what's going on everybody though Hope everyone has having a good night. Robert Frey is here. Fan acts of film. Cynical centrist. Tina is here as well. Uh, let's see. We've got here uh, G Monkey 76 Also, Peter Sharon. What's going on? He says, hello, Odin Army. Yes, indeed. Soul Assassin's here. Mad Mitch is here. Sticky V is here. What's going on, bruv? Smoojow California says, thoughts on the Doctor Who rumors that uh, Chibs might be out and Whitaker will be replaced by a man. Hopefully the show can be great again. Uh, I'm the worst person to ask on how Doctor Who news because I was a fan. And then I just fell off during the Peter Capaldi uh, era, and I just fell behind. The episodes were getting a little too bizarre, a little too weird for me, and so I never felt the need to go back to them. And then everything that I've heard about since Whitaker has taken over has just made me not even want to try to get back into it. So that's definitely more of a Gary thing, because Gary has been a fan, and is a fan of more generations of Doctor Who than I ever was. But... Um, I, I have heard those rumors that they are gone and that they might either be leaving themselves by choice, uh, because of things that they don't like what's going on. And there's also, of course, rumors of them being replaced. But again, it's all rumors at this point in time. I would say that they're it would make sense to me because the ratings haven't been all that great Uh, ever since their first episode of the new season, so I don't think that ratings are really a reason for them to keep anybody on, and I wonder if some of the actors just kind of want to move on and not have to deal with anything anymore. What is going on, everybody? Over on DLive, Bot says, Hello all, what's going on? Bot, thank you for the Lemon Man. I appreciate you. You are on time tonight. Patty, you on the back indeed. Uh, Captain Poppytons here. Captain Darkstar57 is here as well. Thank you for the ice cream donation, bruv. Captain Dean Heiss is here. Captain Poppyton's here. What is going on, everybody, over on DLive? Remember that if you're on DLive, because we have so many captains now over there, thanks to Captain Mr. Roy, if you have a comment or a question, just put at Odin at the front of your comments on DLive. If you're on YouTube and you have a comment or question, please put Odin question. Yes, that's right. You type out Odin question, all one word. You don't have to put an at symbol, just Odin question. It'll pop up orange for me. And then I will gladly read your comment. No need to pay here. No need to pay here for your comment or question to be read. We do things for free around here. It does mean we fall behind, but I think that it's well worth it because you don't have to pay anything. <laughs> and that's and that's always a good thing in my opinion. Bruce is in the chat. Mark Lizurth here. What's going on, Mark Lesserth? Uh, Mark Lazerth is a is a wrench over on the Nerdrotic channel. So glad to see you here, good sir. Again, uh, always great to see your name in here. Slice of Neons is here also. Captain Wingster, that's a great name, says, Yo dog. I heard you like captains, so I promoted myself to captain to join the list and become your first official YouTube captain. Well, Captain Wingster, we got a Captain Wingster over on YouTube. (laughs) Oh, what's going on, man? Hope you're doing just fine. CAF Productions says, coming to you another stream. What is up, CAF Productions? Odin's alive. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Teresa Martin, hey. What's going on, Teresa Martin? How's it going? How is it going? We got Carson in the chat, I saw. Alex McCarthy says, How is how is it going? Odin on this fine Tuesday with Lethal Weapon 4 on my TV. Alex McCarthy, man. I, I could say that you're you might be a little obsessed with, with the Lethal Weapons. I understand why, because it's it's a great series and I can't wait to watch three and four, but uh come on, man. Do you ever watch anything outside of the eighties that's actually good? Obviously, I don't count RAPD in that because it's it's not a good movie. <laughs> Uh, let's see, John Early, thank you for the $2 super chat, says, all father get a Nintendo Switch Lite, it's $200. Well, one, I don't really have the cash to be able to buy even that one, but two, my biggest issue with the Nintendo Switch Lite is I thought it would be a little bit cheaper, because in my opinion, with what you're losing, I feel like it's worth getting the extra $100, because I don't believe with the Nintendo Switch Lite, you can stream with it. Like, I don't think you can connect it to a capture card or Elgato or anything like that, so... To me, it's like only good if you're gonna play just by yourself without, you know, streaming anything. Um, I'm assuming you can play with others. I'm assuming it has online capabilities and such, so you can still play Mario Kart with other people and everything. But one, I don't have the cash for it, and two, uh, it has that limitation to it. I like having not to say that I would become like a giant Switch streamer by any means, but I like having the option because obviously I want to do more with the Welcome to Asgard channel. And there's always those times during the summer where I'll have a little bit more free time than I would normally do otherwise. Where I can do possibly a little bit more game or two. Uh, let's see. But thank you very much for the donation, John Early. I appreciate it. Captain Wingster says, Odin, if you love Gary so much, why don't you just marry him? Gosh. Well, because we're both already taken. <laughs> we're both already off the market. If we were both single and the light was just right, you know it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> What's going on, man? Super says, hey, what is up, my dude? What is up, Super Anime Gamer? How is it going? E-Boyd, what's going on, bruv? I saw that name there. says, how are you after leaving old school? What are you doing now? I'm working at another school uh, up here in Tennessee, and it's been great so far. Hope everything is going great down there where you are. Tina says, Cindy B is getting off from work and will be here as quickly as she can. She can take her time. She can take her time. Safety is more important. Safety is more important than anything else, my friend. It is more important than anything. Stiggy says, what was your favorite bit or bits of the new Chappelle show? Well, I can't go into full details on that because there are a lot of inappropriate things uh, that I simply just can't talk about. However, I would say that I think my favorite moment, not necessarily because it's the funniest, but I mentioned this in the video that I did today where I mentioned the Chappelle, uh, the Chappelle uh, special and how it was just extremely mistreated by critics and it obviously was politically motivated why they you know, treated it as such. And so I think my favorite part of it, though, was when he talked about how there was a set of jokes that he said that he thought a certain person in the audience would be offended by because it was about their group, right? Uh, You know, it was about their group. And that person ended up laughing even more so at those jokes. And when he met this person at the bar afterwards, he asked, you know, you know, asked about the jokes and the person responded saying, hey, the fact that you're making jokes about me and people like me normalizes me. And so, therefore, it's I don't you know I don't see why people are so offended by these types of things because why is it bad to be normalized? You know, you're making fun of all these other people and all these other groups that are treated like normal people. So why should I be offended by it? And to me, it was just so profound. Like I know that's not talking about any of the specific jokes or anything. And if you've seen the special, you'll know exactly which moment I'm talking about. But in all seriousness, I think that to me it was the most profound. By by you know, no stretch of the imagination, it was fantastic. Grand says, "What part of episode nine leaks can you live with, and what part of it will make you lose your mind?" Well, most of it will make me lose my mind because I am still going to see it. I mean, obviously, I still plan to buy a ticket to Cats the musical or something other, <laughs> other than episode nine, and then still go into the theater to see episode nine because obviously I want to take care of the theaters during the process because the theaters didn't do anything wrong and I want them to get their money. And actually, if I see an older film, they'll actually get more of my money. So there's that to think about too. Uh, but I would say that overall. The parts that might make me lose my mind the most is the ending. If we're gonna have actual, and again, these are all potential spoilers and giant grain of salt, you know, leaks, reddits, not necessarily gonna be true. The one that would drive me crazy, though, is the rumor that you're gonna have a force ghost Luke and Leia come back, <laughs> Harry Potter style to help Ray defeat a very much alive Palpatine. That to me is just plain stupid. And that's something that I think is going to be the most cringeworthy of everything, for sure. Darth Moral says, Good eve, Odin. Heath Ledger is the only actor to win an Oscar for a comic book movie, with Joaquin looking to win an Oscar, which means there are only two uh, CBM Oscars and both play the Joker. That's a very, a comic book movie Oscars. Darth Moral, that's a great point. And I would say, based on the early reactions, and of course, everything can change once there's a, you know, a more wide release and more critics have a chance to see it, because not everyone had a chance to fly to Italy to go see the first screening of it. But I would say that once we start to get a better idea of where people fall onto it, what kind of campaigns might be run by Warner Brothers in the process, it'll be interesting to see if he gets nominated, which, again, just based on the trailer alone, I could say that there's probably going to be an Oscar-worthy performance in this movie. And the fact that many people are saying that kind of seems to indicate that it's probably true. And that would be fascinating if he has the best performance of the year. Now, what you have to watch out for is the fact that the Oscars have become so obsessed with identity politics that there very well could be a performance in a movie in a role this year that's going to get more momentum, not because it's a better performance, but because it happens to check off certain ideological boxes. You know what I mean? And I think that because we're having these uh, situations where the critics are kind of fighting each other on what to think of this movie, about what audience the movie's for, even though... It's not really seeming to be for anyone. It's just seeming to be a good movie, which is what most people just want. I think that you have to look to those things and say, "I would be awesome if you won. And you're right. It would be amazing to say that the two, the two people that won Oscars for comic book movies were both actors playing the Joker. That would be pretty damn cool. I would definitely say that would be pretty damn cool. Cynical Centrist says, but only one modern major general. Yes, Cynical Centrist, Laura, is the only modern major general. That is very true. A modern major general. Sisonian says, missed you guys. Happy to make it tonight. Work is a slog. Hail the day off. Well, hope you enjoy that day off. And yeah, yesterday was great. Uh, Having that extra day was great. But it still felt like a regular weekend. Just flew by. It just flew on by for me. Bruce says, have... Have to wait a month for Joker. The time will go too slowly for me. It's going to go more quickly for me, I think, because the weekend that it comes out is the beginning of our fall break. So the way that the school I work at now works is that you actually get, it's all quarter-based. So I get a week off at the end of the first quarter. And to have a week off in October when the leaves are going to be starting to changing, the weather is going to be a little bit cooler, it's just freaking awesome. I'm so pumped for it. And it's not that far away. It's less than, It's like roughly a month away at this point. And there's a birthday. I have a birthday. The Father has a birthday uh, right before. Like the weekend before we're off is my birthday. I actually get a weekend birthday for once. It's always nice to have a birthday over the weekend because you just get to, you know, sleep in and chill and you don't have to worry about anything. That'll be later in the month, though. Later in the month. But yeah, I'm hoping that it flies by so that way I can. I want to see it as quickly as I possibly can. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. All right, back over on D-Live 10. Thank you for the lemon donation, man. I appreciate it. Captain Dean High says, Did you catch Doomcock's rant about Star Wars the other night? No, I did not. Uh, Doomcock is a wonderful YouTuber. I highly recommend him. I love always trying to listen to him and Gary on the Inquisition. However, there's so much content now out there, it's so hard for me to keep up with all of it. (laughs) Like, I've actually had to unsubscribe to some channels because, not because I don't support them, but because I just, I I couldn't keep up with it. It was starting to cause me anxiety with with the amount of content. That I was like, oh my gosh, I'm missing all of this content. It's crazy. Captain Mr. Roy, thank you for the diamond donation over on DLive. Holy crap. Thank you so much, Captain Mr. Roy. You are just rolling in that cryptocurrency, man. You're gifting out donations. Or rather, you're gifting out subscriptions every single day. Now you're dropping those donations. Awesome. Captain K-Man's in the chat. What's going on, bro? So many captains over there. It's crazy. Uh, Let's see, CF Production says, I noticed that the future Spider-Man movies, so far, aren't referred to as sequels anymore. Makes sense to me. Because technically, Sony doesn't have the rights to the Tom Holland world. Yeah, it's very true. That's why it's going to be interesting to see, one, if Disney finally says, okay, we'll take less than 30% of the cut, which I'm assuming they will. I think that both Sony and Disney, the best choice for them, just financially, is for them to come together and make a deal. Though, if... The people running Sony right now are going to be very hard-headed and say, oh, we had Venom, and Venom was successful, and we can do anything. Then I think at that point, it's going to be interesting to see what the future of the Spider-Man character has since they do, Sony does, have Tom Holland on contract. Because if they're going to keep Tom Holland, but they're going to try and change things up a little bit because obviously they can't do the same thing anymore. uh, Yeah, it's going to be interesting because they can't rely on those characters anymore. Uh, i'm actually kind of excited for it in a lot of ways kevin says do you think joker will be a big box office success there's two routes that the joker movie can take it'll either be similar to venom basically this it's either going to make 400 million or around 400 million or it's going to make eight to a billion like like that's what my thought is like the two camps that it has it's going to make roughly 400 million dollars and that's if it's if it is going to be what a lot of the critics have seen to be saying about the film where it's it's this acting showcase and it's not a typical comic book movie and it's going to be you know kind of a big – like to me, I would say – actually, I don't have the number right off the top of my head. But I would say that the likely movie to look at to say what could this movie do financially to me would be Logan. Because Logan was a film, obviously it was Wolverine, so it was definitely a different type of story, it was definitely a more well-known character, but I would say the Joker is also an extremely well-known character too, so I feel like they're both on that same level, where they're both recognizable, one's a hero, one's a villain, but the movie, it seems, is going to be very similar to Logan, where it's not going to be the typical comic book style, but instead is going to be more of a down-to-earth real take to it. Logan ended up making $619 million worldwide, which is pretty good, right? That's a pretty good take for a comic book movie. Cost 97 million to make Logan. It's probably gonna cost around the same amount to make Joker, maybe even less. Um, in fact, let me see if we have those financials up here on boxofficemojo.com just so that way we can know. So $97 million for that movie. In 2019's uh, version, there is no production budget yet on that site, but sometimes it's easy just to look it up. Production Joker production budget. Let's see how much it costs to make. Because sometimes that's an indication. The film's final budget. Oh, this is actually lower than I thought it was. Fifty-five million. So this is, in all like honesty, more of a low-budget film. Like obviously it's not low-low budget, but fifty-five million for a Hollywood movie about a comic book character. Comic book movies are almost always a standard hundred million minimum, right? Most of them. And so because this is a lower-budget film. To me, it just seems that it's going to play more to a smaller audience, and so that's why I think that in there's there's some worlds where I think it'll be between 400 million and a billion. I know that some people say that's a crazy. I mean, that that's such a wide range that that's worthless, and I agree. <laughs> it's it's worth. That's why I, I'm not in the game of predicting long term what movies are going to make opening weekend and stuff like that. Because we don't really know how well a movie's going to do until we actually have numbers, right? That's why I always wait for first and second weekends because we look at the drops, we look at how much it made, we look at the trends, and that's what tells us, you know, we will know best what a movie will make by the end of its run within the first two weeks. There's, there's a pretty, you know, consistent science with it, right? It, movies tend not to really delve away from, okay, you make around, you know, Sixty percent of your entire box office run in the first two weeks. That's normally what every film is. If you do the math on it, you can see that most films follow that, right? Most films make between fifty and sixty percent of their entire box office in the first two weeks. So, with that being the case with Joker and it costing fifty-five million, it seems to indicate that it's going to make a lower amount of money. Now, it could make a lot. It could make a billion if it's successful. If it gets that, you know, that word of mouth buzz going to it, if the audiences like it. You know, if it's not just a critical sensation, because that's the other thing, too, it has to worry about is that the critics are liking it so much, it could fall into being those types of films that, are again, critics love, but audiences are more split on, which I'm hoping is not the case with this one, but we won't know until we get a little bit more information. Right now, all we have are critics, and as we know, critics can't be trusted for anything because critics have agendas, and it's just not worth anything. <laughs> the critics are ridiculous, man. Uh, Matt Tween, thank you so much for the $2 donation over on uh, Streamlabs, man. I appreciate it. Matt Tween says, what's this I hear? Episode 9 will be a cho- uh, will be a choose-your-own-adventure. By the way, please drive around Gatlinburg and the Smokies when the leaves turn. Matt Tween absolutely will, dude. Uh, no question about it. Because if there's one thing I'm so happy to have up here in Tennessee, it's Seasons. And so I will definitely be taking advantage of that. I can't wait to hike. Because you guys know I love hiking. I go hiking every weekend. I cannot wait to hike when we finally have the change in the leaf colors. Because there are so many trails that are just covered with just beautiful scenes. But to have it all be a, like a majestic orange-red, it, it just, I'm, I'm so pumped for it. I really can't wait for it. I, I can't wait for winter when everything's dead. There's some beauty behind it. I don't know why. It's This weird thing. I always think it's uh, there's beauty behind the leaves being dead on the ground and the trees being bare. I don't know. I'm kind of weird like that. That and having an overcast sky is, like, my perfect scenario. It being, like, 50, you know, 60 degrees high, maybe, like, the highest that it ever gets. Ah, oh, perfect weather, man. Perfect weather. Captain Dean Heist, thank you very much for the two ice cream over on D-Live, man. I appreciate it. And Captain Mr. Roy, I'm pretty sure it's the same one, but if I didn't, thank you for that, Diamond Man. I really do appreciate that. All right, Ben, back over to the YouTube peeps. Let's see. Madeline Kulik says, have you watched Between the Ferns, the movie trailer? No, I have not. Uh, Between the two ferns, I've seen a lot of uh, (laughs) uh, Zach Alphanakis' work on those things. They were okay. I was never crazy about them, but it is what it is. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Hammer says, Hi, Odin. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is the best film of the year. My local theater is screening it again in Glory 70mm. That's awesome, dude. I would love to see that film again in 70mm, so I hope that one day it comes out here. Oh, damn. The Flick Pick. Huge shout out. To John Flickinger, the Flick Pick, thank you so much for the $2 super chat, man. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, man. He says, hike to Dollywood. I've heard great things about Dollywood. In fact, I, at first when I heard of Dollywood, I thought, Dolly Parton? Why would I want to go to a park about Dolly Parton? But then I found out it's an actual legitimate theme park. So I that's definitely on our list of things to do. Hike to Dollywood. I couldn't hike from here to Dollywood, though. That would be a little too long. But yeah, <laughs> thank you, Flick Pick, man. I appreciate you. If you've not subscribed to the Flick Pick channel, what are you doing, man? He's awesome. Thank you so much, man. I really do appreciate it. And also, Flick pick. get on that live stream game. The people deserve another live stream. <laughs> they demand another live stream. <laughs> Let me know, man. Let me know if, you, uh, if you're if you planning on having one, if I, if I can help out at all. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it, dude. Uh, Xia Production says, looks like Sony is going to have to reboot Spidey again with Tom Holland still playing him. They're not going to do a full reboot. I mean, they can't. You're not going to do a full reboot with the same actor. That's just, they're stupid, and then there's just stupid, <laughs> and that's just stupid. They're not going to do a total reboot of the character. They're just going to have to take the character in a very different direction and probably mention characters in a third-person sense of, oh, that person with all the with all the iron, right? They'll have to do these random segues. They'll have to do these random references where they can't obviously mention character names. But, yeah. (laughs) They're not going to do a full reboot. They can't. Glonaldover says, "Whoo, lad. Anna broke down the Joker trailer, and you should check out the video when you have time. Okay. Glad that Anna's back doing videos. She's had a very, very rough time recently, so definitely keep her and her family in your prayers. Signal Center says, Oh, I could be a Captain Cynical Centrist for alliteration purposes. Yeah, Cynical. But I like you being the Modern Major General better. I'm a Modern Major General... All right, let's see. Chat jumped on me over on the YouTube, so let me try and see if I can find myself. All right, so it did jump on me, and it looked like it skipped some chats, so I'm very sorry if it did. I'm at 7.08 in the chat. It's 7.22 now, which means I'm behind, which is what always happens. Ungoliant of Avatar says, What are your feelings about Ford versus Ferrari? Heard it's at 100% right now. Haven't seen anything, know very little about it, so I can't really give a lot of thoughts on it. But I I might have to check that out. Glonal Dever says, Hilarious how negative reviews are saying Joker is made for incels by incels. Zazie B, who played Domino, is playing his love interest, a cynical single mother. People are dumb. Yeah, seriously. It's amazing to me. Also, I love how these crazy types in Hollywood and in the media use the term incel when they obviously have no idea what it means. It's It's just like going into the comics section of videos and people calling you an incel. It's like... One, I'm married, so it's kind of going and defeating the whole purpose, because you do realize that there's an actual community of people that claim the identity of incel, and they choose not to enter into relationships. And again, you can go into the further and the deeper psychological impact and the psychological thought process behind it, but there's an actual community of people out there, and now you have mostly people, mostly on the left, I would say, who now have used it as an insult, and it's like,